Hey guys, this is Vanessa from the Cozy and Comfortable Podcast here on Anchor. So guys, this is Vanessa, your host here on the Cozy and Comfortable Podcast. Guys, this episode is a little bit on the magical side. Yeah, I said it. Magical. Today has been a little bit more magical. My sister had this plan to get the family together and go out and eat a good dinner and just enjoy each other's company. Have a few good uh, laughs and just, you know, enjoy each other's company and just especially enjoy the food. And, of course, you know, we had to do something Christmassy. <laughs> I can't talk today. We had to do something Christmassy. So, uh, we took all the kids and all of us adults, you know, actually enjoyed ourselves. And we went out and uh, we went to the park and just looked at all the Christmas lights that they had on display. Like, they had a little Noah's Ark. They had... um the little drum boy, they had some gingerbread men, uh, they had a, um, what else did they have? They did, however, have, um, a real life train decorated, all decorated with Christmas lights and all lit up. Guys, it was a lit, like a lit, um, Christmas vibes going on. And I just enjoyed it so much. I even turned on some music on my phone. I was like, we've got to do this. You know, like this is a part of my life where I really want my, uh, feel like I'm in a movie everywhere I go. You know, it's just like I can see myself in a movie. And, you know, to be, to be honest, I actually finally did however feel like I was in a movie. The first time I, I ever realized this, that I started seeing this different, kind of uh, perspective in my life that it just changed my life in a way that I never thought it would and uh, me and my niece took my well took her dog Jax and he's an Australian Shepherd we took him to a park and we let him just roam around and just like play uh, play with him with the ball you know just like throw a ball and he'll go get it you know just go fetch and let him go walk and play around and, you know, we got, uh, we actually saw a couple of people that we actually knew, but, you know, she had to get him away so that way, uh, he wouldn't actually know who they were because, you know, when he, like, he just gets, let, let's just say he's not really an indoor dog, but, you know, she keeps him inside. So, uh, technically, you know, where I'm going with this, but, you know, this time, you know, I actually didn't have her feel like I was in a movie because, you know, I took my favorite, uh, book, my new favorite book by Debbie McComer, and it's called uh, Mrs. Miracle Christmas, and I really enjoy it, guys. It's something that, you know, I really got into uh, this year, and that is reading, and speaking of, we're not going to ruin it yet. Uh, we don't actually want to ruin it, but, you know, even though the title of today's episode will be a part of, will be a part of that. And to incorporate what we was doing today, uh, you know, during the park, uh, during the whole 
uh, sightseeing and seeing all the lights today, um, some of us actually got out of the car. We actually parked the car and went and had some uh, pictures taken. We did some selfies around the Christmas trees and just like, they actually had the cutest little hut. I think it was a hut or just like a little um, house or cabin or something like that. They had it all lit up, guys, and it just looked so gorgeous. Guys, if only we had our family stick together as much as we wanted to. Uh, we know that at least my aunt and uncle wanted to get back home as soon as possible. I don't know why. I guess they were just so tired where they probably had a rough day today and you know just like being so busy you know they probably wanted to get home because they were so tired but you know we actually had a good time those of us who actually did however stay uh we got to take pictures but you know uh that one little place that i really wanted all of us to get together and just have like one big old picture of all of us together you know <laughs> guys we had nowhere to park from there in between so we had to keep on going and we had to leave out of there because um, my cousins had to put their babies to bed. And especially the little one, like little Lawson is only like a little over a month old and he needs his sleep. Guys, we all need our sleep. So, you know, I just had to get that out there because you know, I just got a little bit of energy. But yet, you know, it is late at night. It's 2.12 a.m. And I know you're like, Vanessa, why you always record late at night? Actually, it's the only, the only time when I ever have any time to myself to uh, do a little bit of recording for my intro and my outro and various parts of my uh, segments. So, <laughs> to get this out there, this is more a little bit more of a magical side of Christmas. And we want you to enjoy every little bit that moment where... We feel like a child again. Because, you know, I know you're like, Vanessa, what are you talking about? Like, you don't make any sense. Let's just say, think about your childhood. Because, you know, a lot of times, when I think about my childhood, I thought about the most amazing Christmases that I've ever had. And, you know, just really enjoy it. You know, you always feel like a, like a kid during Christmas. Especially if you're a big child at heart and, you know, sometimes you just have a childlike quality in your life that you're just like, you know, you just want to be free and independent and you want to be more free with your life. So, technically, just keep that in mind and enjoy today's episode. So, guys, this may actually put a little spring in your step and a little fun and magic for your day.
it seems the magic slipped away. We find it all again on Christmas Day. Believe in what your heart is saying. Hear the melody that's playing. There's no time to waste. There's so much to celebrate. Believe in what you feel inside. Give your dreams the wings to fly. You have everything you need if you just believe. Trains move quickly to the journey's end. Destinations are where we begin again. Ships go sailing far across the sea. Trusting starlight to get where. It seems that we have lost our way. We find ourselves again on Christmas Day. Believe in what your heart is saying. Hear the melody that's playing. There's no time to waste. There's so much to celebrate. Believe in what you feel inside. Give your dreams the wings to fly. You have everything you need if you just believe. If you just believe. If you just believe. If you. The Night Before Christmas, a poem by Clement Moore, artwork by Jan Brett. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, and hoped that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. 
Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wandering eye should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donder and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they met with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop, the coursers they flew, with a sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled! His dimples, how merry! His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke had encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and the twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk, and laying his finger aside of his nose, and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Merry Christmas to all! And to all, a good night.
Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. A long time ago, up where the north wind blows, a reindeer was born with a ruby red nose. His name was Rudolph, and his nose was a sight. It wasn't just red, it glowed like a light. Donner, his father, thought Santa might say, No red-nosed reindeer is pulling my sleigh. So whenever Santa Claus came around, Rudolph covered his nose and made it look brown. One day, during the reindeer games, a doe named Clarice asked Rudolph his name. And when she told him she thought he was cute, his nose glowed as red as Santa Claus' suit. The reindeer all teased him. They laughed and made fun. Rudolph got so embarrassed he started to run. He ran to the woods and he didn't stop till he heard something nearby go plippity plop. Suddenly, an elf named Hermie popped out of the snow. He was hiding in the woods, so no one would know. He didn't want to make toys like the other elves did. He had dreamed of being a dentist since he was a kid. He was a misfit, so was Rudolph. They were two of a kind, so these new friends set off to see what they could find. What they found was a creature, a monster, a fiend, the abominable snow monster who was meaner than mean. He tracked them by following Rudolph's red nose. He would watch where the glow was and then go where it goes. Then Yukon Cornelius came around the bend, and the two lonely misfits had found a new friend. He was big and brave and as strong as ten men, which was good because Bumble had found them again. He chased them, roaring a terrible sound, thumping his chest, his feet shook the ground. Rudolph ran with his friends to where the ice ends. They were trapped. Or were they? Well, that all depends. With a mighty swing of his miner's axe, Yukon whacked that ice, which started some cracks. And just as Bumble got to the bay, the ice broke free and they floated safely away. They floated to the island of misfit toys. Toys that needed homes with good girls and boys. There was an elephant with spots and a plane that can't fly. A fish bird that swims, a doll with tears in her eyes. A flying king lion and a Charlie in the box. 
and a caboose with wheels that were shaped just like blocks. Rudolph promised the toys that when he saw Santa again, he'd tell him about the island and come back for them. You see, Rudolph knew he couldn't stay. He knew his nose would give them away. His friends were in danger while he was around, so he left that night without making a sound. But... Back in Christmastown, the news was grim. Rudolph's parents and Clarice were out looking for him. They were gone. They were missing. They had to be saved. Rudolph was sure they were trapped in the snow monster's cave. And Rudolph was right. That's where they were found. Bumble had Clarice in his clutches. Rudolph yelled, Put her down! And then Hermie and Yukon arrived in a sled. They tricked the Bumble and dropped lots of snow on his head. Hermie had to act fast, and before a moment had passed, he pulled all Bumble's teeth. He was a dentist at last. Then Yukon tamed that Bumble. Now he's sweet as he can be. So Santa let Bumble put the star on the tree. But they still had a problem that Christmas Eve. The fog was too thick for Santa to leave. Christmas will have to be cancelled, said Santa with a sigh. Then Rudolph's nose started glowing, and Santa knew they could fly. He hopped in his sled, put his cap on his head, called each reindeer by name, looked at Rudolph and said, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Quickly, the elves wrapped all the presents, packed the sleigh full of toys, and gave Santa the list of the good girls and boys. From city to city, from town to town, from rooftops to chimneys that Santa slid down, they raced through the fog till the night was done, till every toy had a home, every single one. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer shined his light so bright it glowed like a star in the sky that night. And now, whatever the weather, Santa Claus knows there will always be Christmas, thanks to the brave little Rudolph and his ruby red nose. Thanks for
The church bells ring Silent night as the angels sing Hallelujah, hallelujah Let the magic warm the moonlit air Hear the choirs join in singing everywhere Hallelujah, hallelujah Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
How the Grinch Stole Christmas by Dr. Seuss. Every Who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot. But the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not. The Grinch hated Christmas the whole Christmas season. Now, please don't ask me why. No one quite knows the reason. It could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. It could be, perhaps, that his shoes were too tight. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. But whatever the reason, his heart or his shoes, he stood there on Christmas Eve hating the Who's, staring down from his cave with a sour, grinchy frown at the warm, lighted windows below in their town. For he knew every Who down in Whoville beneath was busy now hanging a mistletoe wreath. And they're hanging their stockings, he snarled with a sneer. Tomorrow is Christmas. It's practically here. Then he growled with his Grinch fingers nervously drumming, I must find a way to stop Christmas from coming. For tomorrow he knew. All the Who girls and boys would wake bright and early. They'd rush for their toys, and then... Oh, the noise! Oh, the noise, 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 noise! That's one thing he hated! The noise, 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 noise! Then the Who's, young and old, would sit down for a feast. And they'd feast, and they'd feast, and they'd feast, 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 feast! They would feast on Who pudding and rare Who roast beast which was something the Grinch couldn't stand in the least. And then they'd do something he liked least of all. Every Who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, would stand close together with Christmas bells ringing. They'd stand hand in hand and the Whos would start singing. They'd sing and they'd sing, and they'd sing, 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 sing. And the more the Grinch thought of this Who Christmas sing, the more the Grinch thought, I must stop this whole thing. Why, for 53 years I've put up with it now. I must stop this Christmas from coming. But how? And then he got an idea, an awful idea. The Grinch got a wonderful, awful idea. I know just what to do, the Grinch laughed in his throat, and he made a quick Santa Claus hat and a coat. And he chuckled and chuckled. What a great Grinchy trick. With this coat and this hat, I look just like St. Nick. All I need is a reindeer. The Grinch looked around, but since reindeer is scarce, there was none to be found. Did that stop the old Grinch? No. The Grinch simply said, If I can't find a reindeer, I'll make one instead. So he called his dog Max, then he took some red thread, and he tied a big horn on the top of his head. Then he loaded some bags and some old empty sacks on a ramshackle sleigh and he hitched up old Max. 
Then the Grinch said, Giddy up! And the sleigh started down toward the homes where the Hoos lay a snooze in their town. All their windows were dark, quiet snow filled the air. All the Hoos were all dreaming sweet dreams without care when he came to the first little house on the square. This is stop number one, the old Grinchy Claus hissed, and he climbed to the roof, empty bag in his fist. Then he slid down the chimney, a rather tight pinch, but if Santa could do it, then so could the Grinch. He got stuck only once for a moment or two. Then he stuck his head out of the fireplace flue, where the little who stockings all hung in a row. These stockings, he grinned, are the first thing to go. Then he slithered and slunk with a smile most unpleasant around the whole room and he took every present. Pop guns and bicycles, roller skates, drums, checkerboards, tricycles, popcorn and plums. And he stuffed them in bags. Then the Grinch very nimbly stuffed all the bags one by one up the chimney. Then he slunk to the icebox. He took the Who's Feast. He took the Who Pudding. He took the Roast Beast. He cleaned out that icebox as quick as a flash. Why, that Grinch even took their last can of Who Hash. Then he stuffed all the food up the chimney with glee. And now, grinned the Grinch, I will stuff up the tree. And the Grinch grabbed the tree, and he started to shove, when he heard a small sound like the coo of a dove. He turned around fast, and he saw a small who, little Cindy Lou who, who was not more than two. The Grinch had been caught by this tiny who daughter, who'd got out of bed for a cup of cold water. She stared at the Grinch and said, Santa Claus, why? Why are you taking our Christmas tree? Why? But you know, that old Grinch was so smart and so slick, he thought up a lie and he thought it up quick. Why, my sweet little tot, the fake Santa Claus lied, there's a light on this tree that won't light on one side, so I'm taking it home to my workshop, my dear. I'll fix it up there, then I'll bring it back here. And the fib fooled the child, then he patted her head, and he got her a drink and he sent her to bed. And when Cindy Lou Who went to bed with her cup, he went to the chimney and stuffed the tree up. Then the last thing he took was their log for the fire. Then he went up the chimney himself, the old liar. On their walls he left nothing but hooks and some wire. And the one speck of food he left in the house was a crumb that was even too small for a mouse. Then he did the same thing to the other Who's houses, leaving crumbs much too small for the other Who's mouses. It was a quarter past dawn, all the Who's still abed, all the who's still a snooze when he packed up his sled. Packed it up 
with their presence. The ribbons, the wrappings, the tags, and the tinsel, the trimmings, the trappings. 3,000 feet up, up the side of Mount Crumpet, he rode with his load to the tip-top to dump it. Poo, poo, to the who's, he was grinchishly humming. They're finding out now that no Christmas is coming. They're just waking up. I know just what they'll do. Their mouths will hang open a minute or two. Then the who's down in Whoville will all cry boo-hoo. That's a noise, grinned the Grinch, that I simply must hear. So he paused, and the Grinch put his hand to his ear. And he did hear a sound rising over the snow. It started in low, then it started to grow. But the sound wasn't sad. Why, this sound sounded merry. It couldn't be so, but it was merry, very. He stared down at Whoville. The Grinch popped his eyes. Then he shook. What he saw was a shocking surprise. Every Who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, was singing, without any presence at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow or other, it came just the same. And the Grinch, with his Grinch feet ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could this be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. And he puzzled three hours till his puzzler was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas... Perhaps means a little bit more. And what happened then? Well, in Whoville they say that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. And the minute his heart didn't feel quite so tight, he whizzed with his load through the bright morning light and he brought back the toys and the food for the feast. And he... He himself, the Grinch, carved the roast beast. It's Christmas time and time for a carol. Time to sing about the little king. To fill the bowl and roll out the barrel. Have ourselves a fling. We greet a friend or welcome a stranger. Let him sing or cheer him on his way. And celebrate the child in a manger born on Christmas Day. Good cheer for you and for me with pleasure and glee to share. Oh, we're so happy to be together on Yuletide Square. It looks like snow and falls like snow. Take a moment, take a look about and say a snowflakes fall. Merry Christmas to one. Cheers!
Christmas time with a merry heart aglow through a frosty window pane you can see the falling snow trim the tree with candy canes listen to the church bell chime say a little prayer Down. 
dancing down And you hear the church bell chime Let your heart be Still we see thee lie Above thy deep and dreamless sleep The silent stars go by Yet in thy dark street shineth The everlasting light the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. 
For Christ is born of Mary And gathered all above While mortals sleep The angels keep Their watch of wandering love O morning stars together Proclaim the holy birth And praises sing To God our King And peace to men
So, guys, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please do us a huge favor. Rate and review our podcast over on Apple Podcast. Also, don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public, and everywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. Christmas bells are ringing Joyous voices sweet and clear Sing the sad of heart to cheer Ding dong, ding dong Christmas bells are ringing Caroling, caroling, through the town Christmas bells are ringing Caroling, caroling up and down Christmas bells are ringing Mark ye well the song we sing Glad some tidings now we bring Ding dong, ding dong Christmas bells are ringing With Christmas almost at least less than two weeks, we want to go on ahead and wish every one of you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.